0: I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic,
1: a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them.
0: So you went to breakfast for somebody's birthday.
1: Yes, I did. I think there probably was more than one somebody. What they do on our team, we kind of group them together and we we go out to eat. And sometimes we go for breakfast instead of lunch. Yes. But that's not the point. The point is gendery things happen, even at breakfast.
0: Even at breakfast.
1: Yes. It was interesting because I was sitting next to one of the birthday people who's a straight lady, and by that I mean a really straight lady. She's pretty much a stereotypical cisgendered straight lady. You know, that's my best description. And she is, um, she's a therapist, so she's pretty easy to talk to. But she, um, she came and sat near me. And I was sitting across from my work wife, and we were talking about something. Oh, we had just moved. Yes. Right. And I mentioned to her that moving was easier with my transition.
0: Which we had talked about on here a few episodes ago.
1: Right. So I mentioned that to her, and she was baffled. She was like, well, really? And I said, well, yeah, I'm I'm definitely stronger, but that's not the point. The point is, I could go and get some guys and have them move things, and it wasn't a problem. And she said, oh, well, I, I couldn't do that. And and my work wife said, you're going to go down to whatever street that is and pick up some guys and put them in your car and have them go move stuff. She goes, oh, no, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> so, so I said, yeah, I can just do that. And that was nice to be able to do that. And so we ended up having this long conversation through a good part of the breakfast, her and I with some interjections from my work wife about what things I see that I know from the other side having had been there with the people who are doing that. I don't know if that makes any sense because, you know, that's how I am. But (laughs) let me try that again. So the point is, having hung out with women for most of my life and knowing what they go through, I have a pretty good idea what it's like and not like. And I know the difference now of this whole male privilege thing and um just, you know, how easy it is. And it's easy for me in lots of ways just because it's very comfortable. But it's easy for me in lots of ways because I can just interact with people. Yes. So it was also baffling to her, like, what would that be like? And she came up with that kind of a question of what would that be like to be me or somebody, you know, some other person who needs to transition and... You could see her wheels turning. She was trying to wrap her mind around what it would be like to be a different gender than what she already feels like. Like this was not a concept she could easily
0: conceptualize.
1: She couldn't. She couldn't do it. So I tried, you know, just a simple thing. I said, "So what if you were just like some hairy guy, and but you felt just like the person you are now? But when you saw yourself, you're this big hairy guy." And she's looking at me like, "No, I can't quite picture that, but..." I see what you're trying to say. So that was very interesting to watch, like, how foreign that, that whole thing was to her. Even though she's known me a long time, she seems, you know, well adapted to my transition, unlike, you know, the guy at the front desk, but.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Before we get to him, was but, there any more that you guys talked about? Well, you guys, that you folks, yes, I am from the Midwest. Everybody is you guys. Which I feel absolutely horrible. I have to say when I'm out with a handful of trans lady friends of ours that I regularly say you guys and I have to like catch myself because for a lot of people, that's a gendered term. And then I'm like, Oh, foot in mouth. Right. Sorry. Right. <laughs> so you, uh, people at this breakfast, were there any more <laughs> examples of conversation topics or anecdotes or, um,
1: the, the real eye-opener for me was how she had never considered this like she understands what i'm doing but she had never considered how you would end up having to transition
0: and to me that seems like completely mind-boggling that someone could be completely comfortable in their body and just not even question their gender at all yeah that's kind of how wild the to me. heck does that happen which is probably the exact same thing they're thinking about. How the heck does someone feel wrong in their gender? And yeah. I'm like, wait, people actually like their ge- Like they identify with it completely?
1: Apparently so.
0: What the fuck?
1: Apparently it's true. I can't imagine it either, having spent so long with the wrong labels and body parts and socializing, etc. I, I can't imagine what that would be like but there she is that's her that's her world so how fascinating is that i probably will get to have some other conversations with her because she um they moved us at work and i sit closer to where she sits so i see her pretty often and so i imagine i'll get to have some other conversations at some point besides about kids which her and i did talk about that too but
0: right that's just so bizarre to me
1: yeah it was it was really baffling i was like whoa look at that and she was doing the same thing, like, whoa, what is that idea? I know. Like, I understand that's your deal, but how would that be if it was me? She couldn't She couldn't do that.
0: Well, it's, it's good that she would at least try.
1: She did try. That's yeah.
0: totally great. But then is your security guy at work? Is he trying?
1: He is, but he doesn't see everything he does. Because he comes and talks to me all the time, and later I say to my work wife, Hey, did he tell you this? And she's like, no. So he's telling me things that he just tells some guy. Right. He doesn't tell her. And he, he tells her a lot of stuff.
0: But we, she's not some guy.
1: She's not some guy. Like uh something that happened the other day with some guy that had had been, you know, coming in for years and would stand there and talk to him for a while. And the guy got in a bad accident and was paralyzed. And so the security guy was talking to me about it like, you can relate to this. You and I have been talking about Retirement and how many years to retirement and all that kind of stuff. And then this poor guy is like paralyzed now. He was about to retire. So he talks to me about guy things. At the same time, he repeatedly forgets to address me in another term besides hun he
0: around other people. Always called you hun and he calls all the women hun. Yes. But you are still in his brain a hun. You, you, you are he.
1: I am he, I will, he talks to me about guy things.
0: But you are hun. But he calls me hun. So Which, it's very
1: funny. I don't know, I I wonder what the other guys think of that, you know. And
0: we were standing in the kitchen and I said, well, probably the other people just see short, high-voiced and fine-featured George and think, well, George fits the part of a hun, but I wouldn't have guessed this security guy.
1: Oh, yeah. I remember you, you thought of that. I wouldn't have thought of what you were thinking there. Why is he calling me Hun? i I'm not his boyfriend.
0: No, you are not his no, boyfriend.
1: He doesn't look like he would have a boyfriend, is your point. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that, you know, that can happen.
0: But... You do look like you could have a boyfriend because, I mean, even when you helped us tear down from pride the one year at church, when we had the booth there and you came after and helped us tear down everything and take it back to the church and some guy was hitting on you because you very obviously come off as a queer guy.
1: I am a queer guy.
0: (laughs) You are a queer guy. I've been queer
1: for a long time.
0: But not the way that they think you're queer. No. No. Even so.
1: Even so. Although, I think if, if, you know, because you've mentioned before that you, you could consider transitioning some way. I think that, that if you did do that someday, I'd be like our friend, the funny one on, on YouTube and be, uh, what does he call it now? Heteroflexible.
0: That's funny. It is funny. That's terribly funny. I've, I've, I've started identifying myself as homoflexible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. So anyway. there was there was another gendery thing that happened that I totally forgot to tell you about. And that was at the kids harvest festival.
0: Oh, tell me about the kids right. harvest festival. Well, well,
1: well there was actually, and there was the other thing too where I'm I'm standing around talking to the guys, you know, the neighbor guy and stuff, but what happened at the harvest festival that was odd gendery thing was you remember our third child's kindergarten teacher, Mrs. Diamond?
0: Mrs. Diamond? She's a pretty cool lady. She is one of the most enjoyable colleagues I will ever have had. When she is not with students, she swears like a sailor. She has some of the best stories to tell on kids forever and ever, just keeps you in stitches. And she loves these kids and helps them learn like crazy.
1: She's got those innovative ways of... Having kids learn, and, and they don't have any kids. So she spent a lot of time on these innovations of hers, and she enjoys that. And, so yeah. teaching of how to teach kindergartners.
0: She teaches, so, yes, and okay. she teaches people all across the district how to teach very small people to read and write and to enjoy reading and writing.
1: Somebody has to know how to do this. It wouldn't be me.
0: Anyway, so Mrs. Diamond, what about her?
1: Mrs. Diamond. Well, Mr. Diamond was there. Oh, Yes. And so I'm walking around and I'm going towards the cafeteria all-purpose area.
0: Mr. Diamond's a pretty cool guy.
1: Well, they're both very cool, but this was an odd thing that happened. And I you know, I don't think it was meant wrong, but it was a little bit wrong because he, hes I couldn't tell if he was following me in there. Or he, he comes over to me and he says, uh, hey, how's it going or something like that. And I'm like, it's good. And he's like, um, you know, that's some beard you got going there. And I'm like, I had just been thinking a little while before. When I'm walking around the harvest festival, am I in one of those places that that a lot of people know me before transition or not, and I'm thinking not, although because it's your old school, they all know that I transitioned because- yes,
0: because I used to teach at the school our kids currently attend, and so about half to th- two thirds of the staff are very aware of the fact that when we first registered our children there, they had to female guardians, and now they, they didn't.
1: Have... No, because I went to her kindergarten class as her dad, her stepdad.
0: When we registered them over the summer, you had not yet transitioned.
1: Oh well. Anyway, in any case, they all know because any place has gossip. Yes. And so they all they all know about that. But most people are pretty cool about it. But I have to say, once again, nobody has ever been as cool about it as our old neighbors. Yeah. Because here's Mr. Diamond. I'm sure he's trying to be complimentary and cool and stuff. But he's like, that's some pretty good beard you got going in. I'm like, yeah, I like it. And uh, then he said something in reference, like not as direct or loud, but sort of to the side about his wife. It said something about, yeah, he's growing a beard. And so he came over like, did he come over to see me and see the beard? Did he come <laughs> over to to compliment me? And he said, that's better than I could do. And I looked at his face and I thought, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, it but, is. But I just thought, that was funny. and
0: You know, probably the, the, the funny thing is that they're all totally open-minded. That entire staff is totally welcoming of a transgender parent mm-hmm. because – my last two or three years at that school, Mrs. Diamond had the token lesbian parents.
1: Oh, she also had a lesbian helper.
0: Okay, was at
1: one of the other classrooms. But she, the, no, that was that the special
0: ed that okay. had the lesbian helper. Okay, but so, yeah, um,
1: but there was no like big deal about that people that queer. was in that number two's
0: class and knew him. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, because because they know our friends that were the, do our, the Bible study. Yes, yeah, okay. it's
0: a small town. Everybody knows. Everybody, Thanks. but yeah. yeah, she had had the lesbian parents and their nephew, who they were primary caregivers for, had um, repeated her class, done kindergarten two times in a row, just because he was a boy and he was a little slow and sweet kid. He had did, her, so he was, he, was a, he had her, he had so a leg he, up, he definitely had a leg up. And this kid, he recited the Gettysburg Address for his first grade talent show, dressed as Abe Lincoln. This kid, these women were doing wonderful things for him, mm-hmm. and he needed it, sort of like our number two child, just needed the extra help, and right. he's getting it. So that was the
1: funny thing about it is after he walked away, I thought, hey, wait a second, what just happened here? And I thought, well, he means well, and he's not trying to be out of line or something. And I understand it is a curiosity for people, but it was a little weird because I was like, hmm, okay. And
0: for some people who are more dysphoric about their trans status, for whom being reminded that they are trans is a very dysphoric thing to remind them that they are not just a guy. Right. Calling out those things, reading someone's trans status and commenting on it can be bothersome. It could be,
1: and it's not bothersome to me. But mostly only another trans person would say something to you. Like, right. Like if I put a picture on my Facebook, the trans guys I know, and then some of the other people I've known a long time would be like, looking hey, good. You nice know?
0: beard, yes. Yeah, you so. posted one just the other day that had quite a bit of beard mm-hmm. that you've been hesitant to shave.
1: You guys hear her. I wish he would shave that tone of voice.
0: I understand why you're growing it and I accept your reasonings.
1: I said to you, you would do the same thing.
0: I totally would. Yeah, you would. <laughs> so,
1: you know, it was funny like that because another guy will say something to me—a a guy that's trans—but somebody who's not might might not because they don't want to out, you know, step out of their boundary, or they if they know not to. So I was thinking, does he know not to? I mean, usually you don't do that, but it wasn't—it uh, wasn't completely bothersome to me, but it was a little odd
0: yeah sort of like when I got honeyed the other day
1: who who honeyed you the other day?
0: My colleague who is kind of my guy friend at work i I miss having guys to hang out with. I think that's the other reason I miss secondary is because there's more men in elementary. There are few men. And right now I work with this one guy who used to live in San Francisco and actually used to live in the Castro. He was like the only straight guy in the Castro. It takes pride in that.
1: That was his perception that he was the only straight guy.
0: I'm sure. Anyway, I was running around to a handful of different classes getting ready for a concert and he was bringing his students to my classroom because it was their turn for their lesson in my room. And I run up to my room like two minutes late and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I was doing this errand and that errand. And And he says, oh, that's okay, honey. Don't worry about it. (laughs) And I'm like, did you just call me? Wait.
1: Did you ask him that?
0: No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I I didn't actually like verbalize any of the things that went through my head because I didn't want to draw attention to them with regards to the students, because I don't think that second graders would make a thing out of that. But then again, you never know.
1: Right. And besides you're already two minutes late. So you had to get going.
0: I did. But it's just another one of those. I am a female in his world with whom he feels a familial sense of affection. Mm-hmm. And okay, hon. Okay, hun. Uh, Don't worry about it, honey. And that's the thing. Hun is not so much of a thing. Honey almost grates on me, not quite as much as lady, but it's kind of close if you don't really have the familiarity to... To say it to you, it, to- I don't know. It's it's a it's a thing that guys do to women, though, like honey and sweetie and darling, and it's a diminutive sense of pet naming that is not something that guys would do to other guys.
1: Except my security guy, who, whenever right. he says "okay, hon," I just look at him like, "Are you sure you want to say that?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> and see, whereas. For you, that's like, okay, he's making himself look a little silly. At that point, I feel like I've been hanging out with this guy, and he just treats me like one of the guys, and it's cool to have a guy friend at work.
1: And then he calls you honey. And
0: then he calls me honey. Right. And, damn it, I don't like you right now. <laughs>
1: right. I probably could have my work wife tell him, do you know that sometimes you call George hun? And he'd be like, oh.
0: Oops. Yeah. Yeah
1: you probably pay attention then. I don't think I'd do it myself. Right. I just don't feel like it.
0: No, and that would probably be more awkward coming from you than it would be from your work wife. But again, you know, it's that perception of George is a queer guy and people just sort of see you as this kind of queer guy. But it's not just the people who know you and have seen you transition. It's all sorts of other random people, too.
1: Right. I walked over to coffee with my work wife and one of the people that was on our floor that we just moved from who was feeling a little left out. And she's definitely a cisgendered straight lady, although she has lots of awareness. And just because you're trans doesn't mean you know these other things about
0: yeah, trans like, people. Like what was it that your long, long, long time friend, her son said, Her son, like she was watching I Am Kate, or is that the name of the show? Yes. Caitlin's show. And she assumed.
1: Well, that's what her son pointed out to her. You cannot assume that George watches that show because George is transgender. And yes. he's a teenager, an autistic teenager like ours. Anyhow, so, he he corrected. So
0: this colleague of yours has that awareness.
1: She has a lot of awareness. She's always served me ever since I transitioned she's never made a mistake about it so we go walking over to go get coffee and like your work there's a lot of women at my work there's yes, not there a lot are. of guys so i'm walking with the ladies over to the coffee place and as we're leaving one of the cops that this you know group works with a lot stops by she was buying him a coffee and he starts giving her a hard time because she didn't wait but she was getting texts that you know she had to get right back anyhow He's giving her a hard time, and I'm standing there with them. So I say something, I think, smart elically like, what, you, you doubt these women? <laughs> and he says, yeah, because I'm a man, and I know how women are. And I'm thinking, oh, well, <laughs> good for you. That's what you think.
0: Is eh, that so? Is that
1: so, sir? Hmm. Well, you just go, go ahead and roll with that and see how it works out for you. So, but it kind of it kind of bothered me. I thought, what the hell? And then you said to me later, well, and here's see, you. At, at,
0: at first, you know, that would just come off as mansplaining, even though it is to another guy, it's to a short guy with fine features. And...
1: Standing around with the ladies who went to get coffee.
0: Which later, as we were discussing your security guy, mm-hmm. thinking that, oh, George is kind of looks like a queer guy but we don't know about the security guy right and you're like wait a minute
1: yeah he, he must have thought i was just some um, little gay guy or something i don't know and obviously that means to him that i am a man which would be also wrong
0: that is again that hyper masculine you know
1: he's a cop
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah not all cops are like that okay never mind
1: the other guy who came up to talk to us after didn't seem like that as much, but this guy was definitely all that. Uh, so anyhow. Men. Yeah, because he's a man and he knows how women are, and I'm thinking, you don't have nearly an idea. <laughs> really you don't. No. And that's just going to be the way it is.
0: It is, but he can mansplain it all he wants.
1: That's how it works for him and his yeah, world.
0: That's, that's so crazy to me, you know, that people are just, like that that they have this binary understanding of the world and that their brains never even consider something else
1: and they were all over this binary nonsense
0: they that's with crazy this conversation
1: of theirs of him giving her a hard time and yeah and, it was and really she
0: was being very feminine the way you described yeah about responding she was being to. extra
1: feminine in her um demeanor so, that it, is
0: so weird. It is,
1: straight people are weird. So Straight people Sorry. are Sorry, weird. Sorry, straight people. We still love you, but it's weird to us.
0: It is weird to us. It makes me think of that bit that Cameron Esposito does, and I think we've referenced her before the lesbian comic that she says, I, I understand there are some straight people in the audience today. It's okay. I'm an ally. <laughs> <laughs> I don't All right. want you to feel uncomfortable. I believe everybody should have rights.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's weird to me when it's quite that much of a show about it, because it was like a whole show on the street corner outside the coffee place, you know. As far as I was concerned, it was a whole show. But maybe that's just me being a queer guy.
0: (laughs) It might be. It might be. (laughs) Of course, you know, there's also that little bit of overcompensating that some guys do. Maybe... This cop guy is like not a total man and he's like trying to put up the front because that's what a man does.
1: I don't know. You should have seen him. I think No, he, I
0: should not. No, well.
1: <laughs> he was all that. All right. Yeah, but it was funny to me.
0: Binary cishets are weird.
1: Well, it's a weird situation for us because just like my colleague who was trying to wrap her mind around needing to transition. It's easy for me to forget that everybody doesn't know this. Yeah. Or doesn't at least have a clue about it.
0: Yeah, I. So
1: that was my entertainment from all the straight people that created gendery things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ungendery straight people are weird. Oh well. Now my brain is a little bit.
1: Your your brain is boggled over the whole idea.
0: Of people being just straight and cisgender like how the hell does that happen
1: it it, it happens dear it does this is a reality somewhere i've just had some encounters with it so that's how i know
0: strange encounters of the gender kind yes
1: (laughs) those are the ones
0: okay well is that Mm. it for that topic
1: i think so there was nothing else on our list huh
0: i don't think so but that's about a half hour of talking so
1: well then let's shut up and turn this off Yes, sir. Okay.
0: We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! No, and that would probably be more awkward coming from you than it would be from your work wife.
1: Yeah, because she tells everybody everything. I just said that out loud, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so.
0: It's okay. That's so, okay. She knows it. Yeah.
1: I was just going to say something. I wonder what it was. I turned my head and. She was.
0: <laughs>